0: I have a grand vision for wanting to teach a lot of people. And I believe that technology is here as a hand of God. You know, it's just as powerful and just as valid and real as everything else that has been a product of nature. And we should use it to, to live our dharma, essentially, you know, to, to further our mission, further our purpose. That was me, Henry Winslow and you're listening to Dharma Talk. Dharma Talkers, I'm coming at you with a special bonus episode. This week, you've got a double feature. And what's the occasion? Well, it's finally here. With a healthy mix of nerves, excitement, and wonder, can hardly believe I'm announcing the launch of a project I've been working on for a year and a half, or depending on how you look at it, the last nine years of my practice. Introducing Henry Yoga, a 40-day program for anyone looking to get serious about yoga. I, along with the many talented individuals who have come together to bring this dream to life created Henry Yoga to make it possible for anyone, no matter their schedule or budget or location to dive headfirst into this practice, which has so positively transformed my life. The program includes 40 days of powerful, comprehensive 40 minute classes for only $33. You can practice along anywhere from your phone on the Henry Yoga app. And here's my promise. You spend 40 days with me on the Henry Yoga app and watch your own unique transformation unfold from stiff and out of balance to flexible, fit, and strong, from cluttered and dull to clear and radiant. I'm not even asking you to take a leap of faith here. If you sign up today, you can get the first two classes totally for free. There's not even a credit card necessary. So just go to henryyoga.com and sign up. Be sure to follow the new Instagram account too, that's at henryyoga.app, for a steady stream of free tutorials and content highlighting you and all of your journeys with the program. I thought this would be the perfect opportunity to share with you an interview I did with Danny Pomploon on his podcast, Yogi Misfit Sessions. Danny is a past guest on Dharma Talk. You can check out his episode, number 68, to hear his story and wisdom, or go to dharmatalk.show and type Danny in the search bar to find it. That's D-A-N-N-I. But this time, he's interviewing me. We had this conversation Shortly after I filmed the class and workshop videos for Henry Yoga App, so the idea of using technology as a means to spread yoga worldwide and my mission to make this transformative practice accessible to all was definitely top of mind. I'll leave the preamble to that and just let you listen for yourself. So without further ado, please check out my Yogi Misfit session with Danny Pomploon. Henry, the yoga teacher hustle
1: is real. (laughs) The yoga teacher hustle is very real. As as I was texting you, literally running home from teaching one thing, shoveling food food in my mouth so that I can get on and do a podcast with you. Did you just come from teaching class? I went and taught a, a private. So I taught class this morning and then I had a little break to do yogi admin stuff. Like The amount of emails I get as a yoga teacher is ridiculous. And then I thought a private and then I got a sandwich and then I shoveled it in my face. And then here I am talking to you. But you're getting paid by the hour for all the, all that admin work, right? All those emails that you write. Oh yeah, totally. Yeah. 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 I, yeah am, I, so. I, I bill it to, uh, to Danny pomploon LLC and he pays me. Oh, that's, that's great <laughs> deal. You got worked out there. I like that <laughs> arrangement. I just did my taxes and, um, uh, I was talking about this in, in class, but I just did my taxes. And I had that moment like this last week where I was like, I no longer want to be CEO. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. How do, how do I sign up to get a
0: W2 from myself?
1: Yeah. Or just like anybody else, but like, can you do (laughs) the thing that I'm doing? Like not have to answer to anybody and like all that stuff, but just receive the check and the W2. Yeah. That, that is the toss up, isn't it? Dude, it's rough, man. It's like, I think like people for, just forget, like it, there's, there's so much stuff that we have to do and we don't get days off and we don't get vacation pay and we don't get sick pay. And if we don't show up and do the thing, like we are our product, you know what I mean? If we don't show up and do the thing, there is nothing to be done. Do you teach every day of the week? I used to. And I actually, believe it or not, this year, this is like the first year where I was able to like, I was maybe, well, okay, so I'm totally going to lie and bullshit you and say that this year I gave myself two days in a row off and then I started teacher training. So I haven't had a day off in about seven weeks. Well, yeah. I'm, I'm
0: realizing how important that is right about now. And I'm like having to re- reconfigure my schedule to make sure that I get one day off, even though, like, even if you teach one class, it's like one hour of your day or two hours to, or however yeah. long, like still to just have a complete day off totally changes the game and gives you energy and revitalizes you to give
1: more in all your other classes. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's important. It's totally important, but at the same time, you know, like I I live in San Francisco, like it's really hard to, to get by and do the thing and then live in this expensive city. Yeah.
0: Well, I can relate to that. I'm in New York, so I think it's probably just behind San Francisco in terms
1: of cost of living. Is that right? Yeah. So in today's episode, Henry and Danny, just, (laughs) we start crying in about two minutes. (laughs)
0: reflection self-inquiry is (laughs) part of the yoga process isn't it
1: we start crying and just complaining about (laughs) this is a struggle
0: but we're happy we're happy about the struggle or i am i can only speak for myself totally like you get to do what you do every like we
1: both get to do the thing that we love to do every day
0: yeah well i mean i don't know about you but that's not always been the case for me i had the more traditional career path before all of this. And given the pros and cons between the two, I would definitely take this one.
1: What was your background before yoga?
0: Um, You mean like professionally? Yeah. I worked in advertising. I worked in advertising straight out of college and it was just about as far on the opposite end of the spectrum in terms of like the mission behind the work I was doing as possible because yeah. all of the advertising <laughs> clients that we took on, I worked specifically in agencies like boutique agencies that serve pharmaceutical clients.
1: Oh my God. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. You're going from like <laughs> heal thyself <laughs> from the inside out right now to like, <laughs> let's give you all the drugs. Exactly.
0: Yeah. And that's exactly why it didn't sit well for me. And doing yoga a lot. You know, I had a, like a very committed and disciplined practice throughout all of that, but it was before I was teaching. And the more yoga I did, the more I was like, you know what? I just cannot suffer this bullshit and do this work this. So it's actually past the point of, of lacking meaning to me. It's antithetical and
1: antithetical to what I stand for. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I totally, I, I get it. You know, like I was, I, I was bartending, um, before teaching yoga. So I was literally helping people figure themselves out by offering them tons of booze, mm-hmm. which I <laughs> um, suppose may have its time and place. I forgot to tell you side note. Did you know that we were hanging out in the same room in New York in February and I didn't get to talk to you because I didn't realize it was you. I did not know that. Yeah. You were at the Asana rebel event practicing. Oh yeah, I was. And I was, were walking, in there? I, was I was hosting the Instagram and I was, running around with the camera and then like hosting the podcast and whatnot on the side. Oh, okay. So are you involved with them? uh, Yeah, I I, am. I was, as you were leaving, I was like, I know. Oh, okay. Bye. (laughs) (laughs) Well, here we are finally connected at least through audio. Yeah, totally. So from, from, uh, from corporate world, you went into yoga and now it's just, it's, 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 it's just exploding for you. You're doing a lot. You have a podcast as well. I do have a podcast as well. It's called
0: Dharma Talk with Henry Winslow, and I talk to yoga teachers. I would love to have you on um, soon to return this favor, and we we talk about people's paths, their their purpose as they see it, and um, what Dharma means. What Dharma means yeah. to them. Yeah. Can we continue to cry about how hard <laughs> how hard it is?
1: The tears, the tears, they just keep <laughs> on flowing. Don't they? <laughs> I love it, dude. I love it. So I want to talk to you a little bit, like more just about the hustle, like to let yeah, people really sure. into what it's like to be a full-time yoga teacher and specifically some of the stuff that you're working on right now to make that work. Like what is your typical day? Like, what is yeah. your typical week? Like, I guess, cause it's different every day.
0: Yeah. And, and honestly, I mean, it's different every week too, but, um, you know, you mentioned that you were just coming from teaching our private. I think that is a critical piece of the puzzle. If you live in an expensive city, like, like we do. Um, but I teach a lot of group classes. I, I get a lot of joy and, um, and energy out of teaching the, the group classes. Yeah. I do teach the privates also. It's a totally different situation, different kind of intimate relationship. Um, but, uh, those help to pay the bills for sure. Yeah. And then I travel around. Um, I just got back, you know, just as, you know, you were rushing to make it to the microphone. I I just got off of a flight back from Miami, and I was down there teaching, um, like a weekend immersion with my wife Veronica, who's also a yoga teacher. Oh, and before go. that, I was also in Miami te- um, filming online classes that will be live on Ohm Stars, which is one of the online yoga content platforms. Yeah. So that's really my my play for. Starting to stop trading my time for money so much, and develop a little bit more passive income related to my yoga teaching.
1: Was it? Um, what was the experience like? So I, I know that there's a lot of. I mean, one, I, there are a lot of people want to go into like the online market because it's. I mean, it makes sense. What was your experience like, like setting it all up and like filming and you know going through the entire process from start to finish? You know, it was actually super casual
0: and and fun and easy and low stress. Uh, I got introduced to Kino who Kino McGregor, who mm-hmm. is the founder of the platform and also of Miami Life Center down there in Miami, um, some time ago, and we've just like stayed in touch and been friendly. And I've taken a number of her workshops around the world. And eventually she invited me to come on it. And I was a little nervous at first because it's a lot of new eyeballs. You know, you're used to teaching in your own studio, maybe your own city, and occasionally going around teaching at studios where you have a connection to put Mm -hmm. yourself out there and, um, and expose yourself as a teacher to people who have never seen you before. Uh, I think it requires a lot of vulnerability at least if you're aware of it, maybe if you just put your blinders on, you're like, okay, I'm doing this, um, that can serve too. But, um, yeah, when I got in there, they made me feel super comfortable. The, it was, uh, just one video and audio expert handling everything. He had the two cameras going, he's got all the, the mics and everything. And then, a. Uh, like a production person there, two people. Uh, so didn't feel intimidating at all once we got there. And I just taught my three full length classes. I taught a handful of like shorter videos that people can supplement with or, or take on their own if they have a busy day. And we got through it so quickly that I was able to say, you know, actually I want to teach this too. And I added something in and we had a full day just to shoot promo and go around Miami, like, being silly in front of the the graffiti in
1: Wynwood and playing around on the beach. So it was a lot of fun. It's um, it's a different experience. Like I, 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 the first time, uh, I, were you nervous at all? Like, like, like when you first were starting? I was nervous before
0: I got there, but as soon as I like saw the people like made eye contact and saw that we were just, you know, a couple of people just shooting some yoga, I was like, okay, I'll just make this, It's nothing unusual. I'll just do the normal thing. And I wasn't nervous. Did you have a model or were you teaching to yourself? I was teaching to myself. There was no model there. I was practicing the poses while giving the cues. Oh my God, it's so aggressive.
1: (laughs) Because you film for like eight hours and by the end of it, you're just like... (sighs) Yeah. Yeah. Well, that is the challenge. It's like, you're telling people
0: to inhale and exhale and you can't even do it because you're talking. <laughs> yeah, totally. You're trying to like cue
1: people through stuff while you're breathing. <laughs> when I first filmed, uh, this is like, I don't know, it was a couple of years ago. It was like the first time I did stuff for yoga works. The first time I did it, I was really nervous and it wasn't because I had like, it, it just was because there was a camera there. It actually made me feel really like, Wow! Like for me in my head, I was like, "If I mess up, this is forever." <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Like it's it's gonna it's not gonna go away. It's recorded. But after like the first time, my first five minutes, maybe it just became like a lot easier. And then, you know, I did this thing, like, I don't know if you've ever done it in a teacher training, but I I had this training where I was told to record myself. Actually, one of my coaches did it. And I was told to record one of my classes and she listened to it. And then she made me listen to it. And that like the first time listening to it, I was just like, like hearing my own voice. Well, even if you're not teaching yoga, sometimes to hear your own voice makes you cringe, you know? Yeah. Like when you, when you play it back. Yeah, yeah, totally. Totally. But it actually it ended up like it kind of not kind of it. It made me like really strong and maybe become like really aware of like the things that I say and fillers and all the fun stuff that goes with that, you know? Um, yeah. and it became easier. Now the first time I ended up filming by myself, I had the giggle fits the entire shoot. I couldn't keep it together. Like with no models there, I was just like I don't know. I just was, for me, I was just like, I just couldn't stop laughing or like, you know, like goofing off or like whatever. It made it easier for me nervous, to be right? Maybe, I, I, I guess, I don't know. I just, I don't know. Maybe I was just being silly because I was performing for myself. Yeah. It felt kind of silly. Have you done a lot of filming since then? Um, I've uh, done, I on an average, I do every other month, like three new classes. And that oh, I mean, wow. it's between like doing online classes or audio classes as well. Mm-hmm. And then I'm actually going to be filming, um, for another company, um, very soon. Another, um, another, uh, one of the big, the, uh, the yoga companies out there, but I, I can't say yet. Um, yeah. So, so that'll happen. <laughs> cool. Would you ever think about doing your own online platform? I
0: actually am in the works of doing that now. So this this filming for Ohmstars was my second time filming. And maybe that's part of why I felt more comfortable because I had just recently gone through the similar process only a month before that shooting for something I'm working on with a business partner, an independent mm-hmm. project. What does
1: that look like for you and what made you want to do it?
0: You know, what made me want to do it is I saw that there was as, as powerful as it can be to connect to a small community or an intimate, you know, Sangha, I have a grand vision for wanting to teach a lot of people. And Mm -hmm. I believe that technology is here as a hand of God, you know, it's just as powerful and just as valid and real as everything else that has been a product of nature. And we should Mm -hmm. use it to, to live our Dharma, essentially, you know, to, Mm -hmm. to further our mission, further our purpose. So I, I, you know, I see that technology gets a lot of flack in the yoga community, especially when you talk about, you know, social media and influencers and the way that aspects of the yoga practice are picked and chosen, but that's ultimately a choice of the user. You know, and I think we can use technology to further all of the beautiful things about yoga that, that bring us to the practice and keep us going. So I saw that, I saw that opportunity. I see technology being used in all sorts of different fields and industries to, to broaden the impact and create a ripple effect. And I wanted to step into that and really take advantage of the era that we live in.
1: I think it's, I mean, I think it's smart one, but also (laughs) I always think about like, some people will actually do better, you know, doing online stuff because they get to work from, you know, their home space. My, uh, my friend, Brett Larkin, you know, she's created this online, you know, yoga community on YouTube, you know, and that's all she does full time. And then she has her own platform and she actually really enjoys it. She likes that she gets to, you know, be a stay at home mom and take care of her kid. Granted, she does work really hard and there's a lot that goes into it. She does a lot of her own editing and all that fun stuff, but she gets to, you know, she gets to be more connected and you know, you get to at at that time work at your own pace or not. Yeah. Yeah. I think with ultimately, you know, you're going to have
0: problems and like challenges with any, uh, pocket of the, of the career that you choose to focus on. It's just a matter of which ones you like, which ones um, inspire you and challenge you in a good way, rather than just like cause you to beat your head against a wall, you know? And if you like dealing with, um, with editing or you like, spending time on the computer, if that's okay with you, then online's a good way to go. I think I will never give up teaching in-person classes because I really enjoy them. And I think they are very special, Mm -hmm. but the more I go deeper into this chapter of my career as a teacher, I think that Mm -hmm. they will become just that more special rather than the everyday thing.
1: Do you feel like there's already enough like online platform stuff out there? And is that like intimidating to you? Um,
0: there is a lot out there,
1: but I don't
0: necessarily see that as being a reason not to go for it. I actually see patterns in what's available online right now and, and something common across all of them that drove me and my business partner to think a little bit differently was that they all have this kind of overwhelming, um, library of content and programming to choose from. And what we saw missing was, something very prescriptive, something that was accessible to, um, a busy kind of person who wants to integrate yoga into their lifestyle, but doesn't know where to begin and doesn't really want to do a complete immersion where you're just diving through everything and and seeing which teachers work for you. Ultimately, uh, yeah, sure. There's going to be that there's going to have to be a trial error or a trial period with anything, but we wanted to create something where you show up and the teacher, in this case me, tells you exactly what to do for a relatively manageable amount of time every day. And in that sense, it's a lot like your normal in-person
1: yoga class. Like you go there to be told what to do. Right. How many um, how many teachers are you planning on having on your platform and how are you managing like, like what you guys are going to offer first or how like... You know, you were talking about the prescriptiveness of it. How are, how are you guys thinking about managing that? Like when you think about content development for it. Yeah. It's so, it, the plan for now is it's just me. I'm the
0: only teacher on it. I mean, these things could all change depending on what the market demands and what happens. You know, we never try to think too far ahead, but right. um, it's just me and it's not a subscription platform. It's just a one-time purchase and you get a 40-day plan. Oh, very cool. Okay. So it's
1: more of just a program.
0: Yeah, it's a program.
1: Got it. Got it. Got it. Okay. I thought you were going to go for like a subscription service where you have, you know, like multiple people on there and they can choose a ton of classes and so on and so forth.
0: Yeah, you're right about that, that there are a lot doing that. And I don't feel the need to try to compete with that. Although it is, it is a competitive, (laughs) competitive play against that sort of thing, but in a different approach.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Did you ever like, what do you, I guess, what do you recommend to people that are maybe thinking about creating their own program out there?
0: Well, what I would recommend is that you don't get hung up on perfectionism because the reason I was able to have the wherewithal to even go forward with this is as soon as I had the urge the first time, which was, I don't know, two years ago or Mm -hmm. yeah, about two years ago, I shot something simple with my iPhone and the Mm -hmm. audio quality was God awful, but it was enough that people were interested and I could see what kind of things people responded to. I developed a little email list and I had people signing up and a few people buying like little classes that I shot too.
1: So very cool.
0: Yeah. I think just be, um, be okay with being a startup, like be lean, you know, just, it doesn't have to be perfect. You don't need to get capital injection to do this. Um, because students are looking for a specific teacher, it's not that they're looking for the best audiovisual quality. All those things are nice to have, but if you have a message or a type of instruction that people really like or are learning from, they're going to come for that.
1: Do you do you think that they're uh, one thing? I love I love that you said that. Like I, I always remind people, like you can. <laughs> You can always operate from a place of fear or 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 abundance, yeah. And so I think that people off uh, like oftentimes in the yoga community they operate from this place of like scarcity, right? Because yoga teachers primarily only get to talk to yoga teachers about business, and so <laughs> everyone's always <laughs> trying to compete with one another. When like people forget, like your story is different, what you offer is different. You could say the same exact things, but because you're you and I'm me, it's going to come off different. So there's like yes, there are a lot of yoga teachers and yes, there are also a lot more yoga students than there are yoga teachers. (laughs) For sure.
0: And the other piece on that is that even if you are presumably competing against one another, it doesn't have to be that way. We can collaborate with one another. I mean, this, this is a prime example of that right now. Like we're both yoga teachers. We're both like white man yoga teachers and we're here having a conversation and I'm not like fighting for you, for students, you know, we're, we're, we're boosting each other up.
1: Wait, so we're not going to fight after this? Well, we could, I guess Uh, we'll see how it goes from here. I was looking forward to the fight so that (laughs) we can have the, the, like the makeup coffee or tea or whatever yogis do after. But I was thinking like, like, like Zoolander fight, you know, like (laughs) we could, we could yoga off. (laughs)
0: You know, I've actually, that funny, totally unrelated, but that reminds me I've actually participated in a and a yoga pose off it's called, it called battle asana and as crazy as that sounds it was super fun and um the proceeds for it went toward charities of the competing yogis choice
1: that's good uh, that's uh, you know what like here's here's my thing with that i i love it and i think that there is a lot of work there's you know, when people start to say like oh the people that are really doing the hard stuff is like you know that's not real yoga that creates isms and that's not where it, that's not how this works it's actually there's a lot of beautiful work and a lot of like tapas that comes up when you're in a yoga pose and when you're going through that journey but i i, I love that i was more joking but i'm totally down just so you just so you know henry <laughs> i am getting old and my body is beat up so i will crush you on the shavasana game any day <laughs> Challenge accepted. (laughs) (laughs) What do you have last piece of advice for someone that's like, all right, I'm on the fence and I want to do this and I'm going to start with my phone. How do I market this or what do I make? How do I put this together?
0: Mm, Okay. Well, here's what you need to think about. First of all, you what's your goal? Okay. So what are you trying to do? Are you trying to get people to be on your email list so that you can tell them about your workshops coming up? If that's Mm -hmm. the case, then you need to have a strategy for asking people for their email address. So what I did when I did this first little, um, bootleg video shoot was I shot four different short videos, five or eight minutes or so each Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. that were sent out on an email, um, like on an email blast four days in a row. Okay. And when I, I created a little landing page and asked people if they wanted to uh, learn how to open their hips. And if they wanted to do that, then I would send them a short video each day. Just put in your email address and I'll send you, I'll send that your way. Okay. And if you do that, then the next piece that you need is you need to have a way to get people to go to that landing page. So maybe that's your social media account. Maybe you're on Instagram. A lot of people use Instagram for yoga. You can have people um, click on the link in your bio. That's a nice way to do it. Mm -hmm. Or you can also tell people at your group classes. Say, hey, I have this little sequence. Um, Maybe you get questions after class about poses. You can say, hey, check out this video that I made. And you can go online and sign up for it.
1: I love that. I love that you, um, and for those of you that don't know what a landing page is, it's kind of sort of like a, it's a one page website where you're offering something or where you're showcasing something or you're collecting something or there's a call to action or whatever it is that you're going for. Exactly. Yeah. And there are lots of ways you can do that without knowing how to
0: code. There are plenty of websites you can use, like, um, like lead pages or something.
1: Or if you have a website, you can probably build one on your existing website. So true. So you you can totally do that. There's so many ways to do it. Okay. So follow up episode to this after Henry and Danny get into their yoga fight. (laughs) We're actually, you know what I think we should do? We could, we could, we could actually be strategic about this, Henry. What if we live broadcast this and we... (laughs) I'm ready for a small for a small fee. You can see this. It'll be like, like the UFC, like battle of the year. You know, we'll like beef it up and like we'll create like little like videos. Like I don't know, it'd just be great. Like oh yeah, I'm gonna own him until he's he has got no idea what his third chakra is gonna feel. That'd be great. That'd be really <laughs> great. And I think that we should do it in 5D. <laughs> in 5D, it will be the first 5D live stream. Dude, could it be 5D? Immersive experience. Well, I mean, I think that goes without saying. <laughs> okay, great. So we can actually just like sit back and watch this go down. <laughs> yeah, we'll we'll just be observing, <laughs> as always. Henry, it's all I part was, of the great Maya. <laughs> I was gonna say, yeah, are we <laughs> got are we going to the duality here. <laughs> Is this the Persia or the stuff? I'm confused. I can't. Appreciate- I can't appreciate you enough for coming out to the show and towing into my shenanigans. It's been fun. Yeah, it has been fun. You have a fun Sometimes, show. Yeah, you know, what? You got to. Life is serious. The practice can be serious, and also you got to find joy in both. I think it's really important. Otherwise, it gets boring. Definitely. If I think if you can't find joy in your practice, then it
0: stays a chore forever, and and then it doesn't stay forever. You give up on it. If it's not fun, if it doesn't bring you genuine joy, then you're
1: probably doing something wrong. Right, right. I love it. I love it. Beautiful words, man. Until the next Yogi Misfit session, this is Danny and Henry saying peace out. Peace out, y'all.
0: Dharma talkers, I hope you enjoyed listening to that conversation as much as I enjoyed having it. And if you did, please share it. Take a screenshot, share it on Instagram and tag me at Henry I love hearing from you about the conversations that make an impact for you. We have the ability to shape the world through our thoughts, words, and conversation. So let's influence the collective consciousness together. All my gratitude to Rory Wagstaff of Ease of Mind Productions for keeping our audio crisp and operations smooth and to Patrick Kiebsack of Momentology Music and Art for supplying the powerful soundtrack to these conversations. Please remember to subscribe, rate, and review, and tune in to new episodes of Dharma Talk every Thursday. I'll speak to you next week, and until then, keep living your Dharma.